MicroStrategy has acquired a ton more Bitcoin. CZ and Satoshi have made ridiculous gains in wealth. And Senator Warren continues to demonstrate absolutely no understanding of cryptocurrency. The buzz on pending ETFs continues to drive the marketplace, and some are making big bucks on what appears to be altcoin season. It's the post-Christmas, pre-New Year's in-between space as we gear up for what may the, be the biggest year in crypto yet. Join us as we bring you the latest news and some jokes that are sure to be in bad taste, at least off color, on our Bad News episode number 706 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, Who's bad? And a belated Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Ramahama Kwanzmas to all of our listeners out there in the Republic of Bad Cryptopia and to you as well, Sir Lord Travis. Uh, thank you, Mr. Joe, Sir Lord Jokam. I almost called you Mr. Jokam, but then I was like, gonna, okay. I was going to disrespect your high ranking position. I'm still a mister. It's true. Just but... don't call me a sister. <laughs> hey, yeah, so we, we uh, this is essentially our Christmas episode and our New Year's episode because we're right smack in the middle i think you said it's episode 706 yeah 706 <laughs> hello people of bad cryptopia you know if like i would imagine that most of our listeners are dudes so you know pulling out the dulcet tones might not be the play right now <laughs> <laughs> okay. all right we got news to cover gang we're glad you're here let's get right to it here and now the timestamp is the 27th of December in the year 2023. It is currently 2.53 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. The total crypto market cap, $1.766 trillion. Bitcoin, over 43,000. Keeps going uh, just below, just over, just below, just over. Ethereum, 23.47. BNB on a tear up 20% this week, 3.11. Solana, okay, uh, I'm going to cry. We'll talk about it in a little bit. 109 XRP. 64 cents cardano 63 cents avalanche rounding out the top 10 at 42 and a half in dogecoin wanting to make that play for a dime back mm -hmm -hmm. look at these ones that have been on the run over the last seven days optimism up 80 almost 84 percent here's a new one in the top 100 corgi ai <laughs> 76 percent that thing's been up when you look at a thing uh closing in on a billion dollars market cap that's crazy to me uh pancake swap up 52 percent mina protocol we interviewed them not long ago 46 percent. that thing's up near protocols up 36 percent. polygons up 33 percent. solana's up 31 percent. but it's just been absolutely crazy also there's some additional trending ones one called tectum which we had conversations with about a year and a half ago and they've doubled over the last day. So that thing's up to $19 right now. So that's crazy. They're doing some Bitcoin NFT notes that are basically exchangeable for Bitcoin and whatnot. So crazy to see what's going on in this space right now, Sir Lord Joel Com. 
altcoin season is upon us. A few losers this week in the uh, the the top 100, but not many. Helium, Bonk, BitGet Token, Caspa, really no other significant losses. So the, the market is super hot right now. And there are some changes happening in the, uh, the Bitcoin and financial world. Primarily right now, Barry Silbert is resigning as the chairman of Grayscale. And he's going to be replaced by a guy named Mark Shifke. This is uh, this is a big deal because this is one of the uh, organizations that has an ETF in application right now. Yeah. And the SEC, they have been delaying these, right? So there's been a lot of different, you know, ETFs that have been out there and, you know, they're, they're approaching those deadlines for approval or rejection. And so this could be something pretty big. Like they're, they're talking about that. It, Here's the thing about that that's that's interesting, and we'll talk about this a little bit later as we go through those tweets. But uh, you know, BlackRock has an ETF as well for Bitcoin, right? And you know, BlackRock is 575 approvals to one unapproval in its history, which is crazy. And so it seems to me like we're going to start seeing these those those uh, the favored companies are going to start getting some love and uh, becoming a, an ETF, most likely. Uh, Digital Currency Group is the company that owns Grayscale, which Silbert is the CEO of, and they have uh, been sued by the New York Attorney General. Uh, what's her name? Letitia, whatever the the uh, clown show that's trying to do all crazy things with James, I think. with Trump there in uh, in New York. Um, he's she's saying that they defrauded investors of over a billion dollars. Both uh, Silbert and his organization are denying allegations. Uh, if the government says it happened, then in all likelihood it's twisted. Because uh, let's face it, our government might be a little twisted. Can yeah, I say that? You can't. You are can't they at the door that. yet? They come you know to get that. me. You know, Wall Street used to be the financial capital of the world, essentially, at least in our world. And, you know, the, the more difficult it is to do things in New York, then the more businesses leave in New York. I mean, I mean, it's becoming a shithole, quite frankly. Speaking of ETFs, this uh, this story right here, I'm going to pop up on the screen. By the way, those of you who listen to the show, if you go to our Bad Crypto podcast channel on YouTube, Rumble, or Odyssey, you can see the visuals, this story from CryptoPotato.com. Bitcoin ETF approval set to propel Bitcoin price beyond 50K. TV commercials are already being rolled out by various ETF applicants, a move that will continue to bolster Bitcoin prices. Why? Because the long-awaited mainstream adoption that we've talked about since we started the show in 2017 is just around the corner. This is the move. This is the definitive move towards the very beginning of mainstream adoption for Bitcoin. Yeah. And they're talking about they're expected to approve their first Bitcoin ETF uh, on January 8th. So that's that's interesting to see if that's going to happen. That's what they're talking about. And they're saying that there's a unique twist because of money laundering concerns. Unlike traditional ETFs, uh, they're saying these shares can only be purchased with cash as opposed to credit. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Normally, when you go buy stuff on stocks, you got to transfer your cash over from your bank account. But I guess what they're saying is you can only do it with cash. You can't do it with any sort of leverage there, which might which might help the scenario a little bit because if you're right. buying cash, you're not you're not over leveraging, which could be good. 
Right. That means that there's less margin trading, right? Because you have to have the money in the account to uh, to cover it. I think with margin trading is where you, and I could be totally wrong here, but isn't that how you end up trading more on paper than actually exists? Well, it's like, say if you got $10,000 in there and they're giving you additional margin, then maybe you have 20000 to trade. And so you're, but then if you lose that money, now you got to pay all that money back, right? So some of them, depending on who you're using for for your your stock trading, uh, will allow you to have some leverage. Others will not. But apparently, with these ETFs here, at least the first wave of ETFs probably won't be able to. But at least they're putting some parameters around it, and they're saying, "Okay, we got these fences around it. They feel comfortable. You feel comfortable, and then it can grow from there potentially." So we'll see what happens when this. It's going to be interesting. I think it's going to lead to, you know, it's a convergence right now, Joel, between the having and this new big bull run and ETFs kind of all happening around the same time. Like it could be historic short term. Uh, we're seeing true believers continue to push into, uh, buying more MicroStrategy and Michael Saylor, um, have now purchased, um, an additional 14,620 Bitcoin, bringing their total to 189,000 150 Bitcoin at the current price of $43,000. My calculator cannot um, tell you how much that is. It errors out. Yes, I still have an old school calculator on my desk that I use for for quick calculations, and it doesn't go to that many decimal points. How much is that? For what? How much total? What's the value? $5.9 billion. $5.9 billion, yeah. Okay. I just did that math real quick in my head. You're smarter than me. Wapner at three. Wapner yeah. At three. Yeah. So, I mean, now there's some people who are going, wow, this ETF, Bitcoin, the ETF could be huge. Other people are saying, ah, it could lead, a, this could be a process, according to Trezor's Yosef uh, Tetik. He's saying that this could lead people away from having self custody of their Bitcoin and create risks of millions of unbacked Bitcoin. So, you know, I think that we're going to have to sort of leverage the, the the pluses and the minuses on this thing to to get us to move in the right direction. Um, with with uh, these types of things come additional risks. So make sure that if you have your Bitcoin, you put your Bitcoin where uh, it's on something you feel comfortable with. You so- know, I saw Max Kaiser saying that this is a honeypot. Uh, he thinks that this is going to backfiring in general. And, you know, look... The spirit of Bitcoin was to avoid the traditional world financial corrupt, broken systems. And now we're depending upon them to adopt in order to drive, you know, mainstream adoption. And there's really there's no way around it because they're going to do what they're going to do. But um, in the um, in the long term, in the short term, it could be good for making money for people. But in the long term, it could be bad for Bitcoin, potentially. It could be, loud. It could be bad for crypto overall, because yeah. the more hooks that traditional finance gets into the ecosystem, then they're going to be able to control. Because you think about it, you know, BlackRock, they have, what, 10, 12 trillion dollars worth of assets. The total market cap for crypto right now is like 1.7 trillion. So they literally could go in and then just funk it on the table, bulk, hey, who's got the big ones now? And and kind of impact it in a way. And so you have a there's a lot of greed that happens in crypto. So hopefully we don't we don't see you know these these problems sort of popping up, but it, it could pop up and be bad overall. But it's just 
You know, some of these other people have some pretty good ideas on it. Max Kaiser, he's been pretty close and pretty accurate on a lot of this stuff up and down the road. So he probably knows a little bit more than than I do because I'm pretty bad. The uh, new Bloomberg Billionaires Index is out, Travis. And who do we see riding to the uh, the top of the wave here? Look at that. CZ, he's up about $25 billion throughout the year, um, right? So he's he's had some problems with the Department of Justice, but... Seems to me like he's got $37 billion. Like, <laughs> excuse me. Woo. Bless you, sir. Man, that was crazy. That Good was one. Just, that out of nowhere. I felt that over here. Like my, the hairs on my neck went up with that sneeze. Yeah, it must've been really good for you. About that, oh, I feel, I feel three pounds lighter. <laughs> and, uh, and so, so you're looking at that CZ, even though he stepped away from Binance, he's up, you know, 25 billion this year. He's sitting at around 37 billion. Uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, he holds a billion Bitcoin. He, he's uh, value increased. He's up to about $43 billion now, right? It's crazy to think that CZ is almost as rich as Satoshi Nakamoto, but those 1 million to uh, Bitcoins have never moved since yeah. the initial mining of those. So once those move, then you're gonna be like, what? what's going on? We might not see it. But look at how close he's coming up. Like there could be a time where CZ and, and, and Nakamoto are worth more than Jeff Bezos. To this day, not a single Satoshi has moved from Nakamoto's collections of wallets, not one. I have to click this story here that is on Bitcoin.com. It's an Elon Musk story. He's Apparently, he was quoted as saying, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about cryptocurrency, which is really interesting to me because he was tweeting about Doge quite a bit and okay. there's been talk about you know x integrating some sort of token into the platform so for him to not be thinking about it right now is is, is really interesting apparently he said that none of his companies would ever issue a crypto but that certainly doesn't mean that they wouldn't use it especially if we're moving towards mainstream adoption, how do you ignore it? How how is somebody who is so forward thinking, so forward thinking that he's talking about establishing, you know, colonies on Mars, not thinking about the future of the world financial system? I I, that, I can't make the connection there. I don't understand. This could be a misdirection as well because you know he had problems before where he he went in and said some stuff about Doge and then like Department of Justice or the SEC was looking into that, like, oh, look, he, look at how much he can move markets. So this is not, this isn't good. So you don't want him coming out and saying, oh, I think Doge is going to 100X because we're going to implement it into big, into X and da, 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 da. like that, that could be a total misdirection potentially. And I think that's probably what it is, is he's just minding his P's and Q's uh, and not saying anything that Maybe. potentially get him into issue. But I think what, and when it does happen, it's going to be boom, here it is. He's not going to do a, a, a preemptive hype around Right. Well, he's super influential in the list uh, from Cointelegraph of the top 10 most influential crypto tweets of 2023 is out. And uh, we're nowhere on the list, Trev. I, I can't believe that we didn't make the top 10 of our tweets. Probably yeah. because, A, we're not nearly as influential as people think we are. And B, because it's been all year that I've been paying for Twitter blue and could not get my verified mark. Uh, I have just pages of responses from their premium support, asking me the same questions again and again, and then telling me that it takes four to seven days to approve an account. Um, finally, Travis, four I got my blue months. check. 
Oh, congratulations. Finally, somebody, a human with half a brain over there. I'm thinking, wow, uh, Elon needs to fire some more people over there because there's some folks that are are doing a horrible job. Welcome. Finally, at the end of 2023, you're on board. Yeah. But let's look at these. What do we see here? He has a tweet where he was talking about, you know, staking as a service or lending or other means. Uh, must provide the proper disclosures and safeguards. That's a boring one, but that's basically and they charged Kraken for uh, unregistered offering of security. So imagine that. That was their thing. Doquan, he had one. Uh, that's in. That looks like that's in Turkish or something. I can't even. I can't even read what that says. But they were going after Doquan because he he's been able to to dodge authorities from South 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 Korea, Singapore, Dubai, Interpol. Mossad, the CIA—I don't know where. Who, who is he? Did he ever get busted yet? I don't even know. I don't know. If we did, we covered it, but we're old and our brains don't work well. And we've forgotten. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, Kobe, who is a crypto Twitter figure, uh, encrypted a tweet here, and it's a it's a SHA two fifty six hash. Um, and did some was anybody able to decipher? Nobody was able to crack the code. Then he deleted it too. The encrypted message was Interpool red notice for CZ. Okay. Interesting. Huh. I'm hearing things. I'm hearing uh-huh. things. So uh, Patrick Hillman says that uh, one of two things is true. Um, and what is, this is regarding Binance, that it's BS, or there's law enforcement leaking messages about CZ. There's a whole discussion around this thing with, with Kobe. And uh, Coinbase tweets. Well, that, and think about that. That was April of 2023. That was before Binance, before Binance and and CZ got smacked down and had to leave Binance. So it could have been pretty accurate. I don't know. Seems like it might have been. Uh, Arms Brian Armstrong of Coinbase is you know fighting SEC and saying, "Hey, we are the most regulated company in the U.S. market. Back off." Uh, mm-hmm. BlackRock's tweeting, you know, there about uh, the ETFs. 575 and one of getting their ETFs approved. That's that's pretty good, I would say, right there. Also, have you noticed, Travis, that the price of gold, um, just since it was in one of these tweets here, gold hit an all-time high last month around 2100. It's at 2076 right now. Yeah. Um, you know, what does this tell you about how people are feeling about the uh, the world economies? Well, I mean, even look at it from from back when the gold ETF launched. That's the that's the map right there. If you scroll down, scroll up just a little bit more, gold price went on an eight year bull run after the gold ETF was approved. Mm-hmm. A pile. So if that that went from four hundred dollars to about sixteen hundred dollars, so so that four x. What happens if Bitcoin four x is right? And we go from forty four thousand to a hundred and seventy thousand dollars. That's we be that celebrating. Seems be, that seems pretty. That seems pretty logical. Now, if you look at the over on the side, I can't, I can't help but looking at ARC, Kathy Wood, see short-term effect of spot Bitcoin ETF as sell on the news. So there's some people out there saying, okay, when that ETF happens, you're probably going to see a pop and then maybe sell it there if you're a trader. Mm-hmm. It's not financial mm-hmm. advice, but that's what Kathy Wood's saying. Yeah, I would imagine that anticipation is definitely driving this. Uh, and I do expect things to drop but i don't expect them to drop very far with my incredibly unsophisticated you know uh acumen here i i do see people taking some profits but then i see money roaring in why because all of a sudden these uh institutions are going to be offering these to all their clients well what's going to happen when they do when they say hey you should put two percent of your portfolio into bitcoin well that's going to drive the price it's just the, the writing's on the wall i don't see how you get around this yeah so, you know, uh, BlackRock 
and they did their Bitcoin their, their their Bitcoin ETF filing for that. They're also filed for Ethereum ETF, right? So I've not heard of too many Ethereum ETFs out there or even conversations around that. But if that thing starts going, you know, I've, that's why I put some money in the stock market to sort of invest in some of these, because it would seem to me that it just that's what as a personal thing that I want to do is like, I have a feeling that if Bitcoin's blowing up, then probably those are going to blow up too, potentially. And so I'll put a little bit in, not too much of my, of my overall, but I'll put some in that and play around with it. So much in the crypto world it seems dependent upon regulation. And the good news is, is that our Congress didn't do a whole lot this year to make progress um, in that arena. I figure, you know, people freak out when they say government's going to be shut down. I'm like, good, shut it all down. I, they're right. not helping. They're not helping anybody, even the programs that are designed to help. Um, usually end up having the opposite effect with some minor exceptions. And uh, there, there are a few bills that have been um, introduced. And do you want to highlight a couple of those, Trev? Well, I do think that the efforts to block the CBDC is good, right? Because yep. so uh, Tom Emmer and some other Republicans, they introduced the Central Bank Digital Currency Anti-Surveillance State Act to prevent the Fed from directly offering a CBDC to individuals and then using it for monetary policy, which we can start to see the beginnings of what's going on with that, like in Canada, right? They just have approved, oh, we're going to give $2,000 a month, every month to everyone in Canada. Okay. Wow. Good luck with that. And they're probably doing it. They're probably going to do it through some sort of digital currency because mm -hmm. they're creating it out of thin air. And uh, so Gosh, with Canada being right there, that's going to start freaking out some liberals going, where's our CBDC? Just like just like whenever, um, like, for example, uh, just I believe it was yesterday, uh, Newsom in California has raised the minimum wage for fast food workers to $20 an hour. And you wonder why when you go to McDonald's and you're like, oh, this will be $67.14. Like, wait, what? How is that possible? Why is our food so expensive? Like, well, well, we're going to just have kiosks here and we're going to have AI robots making your food right. and, you know, you're not going to have a job. Right. Yep. So it's just it's just twenty dollars to flip a burger, man, twenty dollars to, to, to flip a, a shitty burger to flip. Mm -hmm. It's You know, you just called it food. It's not food. Flame broil, bro. It's not food, dude. It's not food. Stop eating that crap. I do like I do like the breakfast. That's the only thing that I would ever have. Like I love that sausage egg McMuffin. But make your own, man. We we started making our own here. Like instead of the frozen stuff that you buy in the package, like make you know what you're getting. Make your own. So much you more delicious. You can make. Oh own. yeah. Oh yeah. I make you. You come back to PR. We'll make you a better egg McMuffin. I like you McMuffins. <laughs> That's good. Good deal. Also, uh, Senator Warren, Elizabeth Warren, uh, she's criticizing crypto firms for hiring ex-government employees. Really? That's pretty much, is there any industry that makes rules or regulatory shit in the Congress that doesn't go to, it's like, it's a revolving door. It's Pizza. not just crypto. It's very minimal in crypto, but my God, this is the, the military industrial complex and the financial system, uh, the freaking uh, the food system, like all of these industries are revolving doors because the lobbyists will pay lots of money. And then guess what? Then those people leave their job, then they come and get their payoff uh, or they get their payoff and then they get take it. They take a government job. It's, it's unbelievable. All right, I don't want to look at her face anymore. Let's talk about meme coins and altcoins. Solana has passed XRP as the fifth largest crypto. 
because of meme coins. Now, I because I am not a financial advisor, I I capitulated last year. I thought we were going down more, and folks, I found the bottom, literally sold at the bottom, including my Solana, because I didn't yeah. like what I was seeing with Solana. I thought, you know, Solana, they, the chain goes down too often. They've got all kinds of problems. It's highly it's centralized. It's so tied to FTX. And, yeah, and, and, so and like I'm like, I'm out. And yeah. uh, well, I just, I left a lot of money on the table because the thing has gone ba-boom and taken off. And Dude, it, it went it, from over 20 bucks, I think, whenever I sold, to over 100. I saw it at almost 120 mm-hmm. bucks the other day. Yep. <laughs> that's crazy 6x missed out on but and it's not there's look if we're just beginning this run it's gonna go up a bunch more uh, people are in they're in whether it's a good chain or not they're well, in here's the deal the meme coins that are popping up right now on solana is why people are buying solana to get in so they can go buy these meme coins mm-hmm. and <clears throat> bonk we heard about bonk last bonk. week we talked about it Bonk went up ridiculous all the way up into the top 100. And there's some other tokens that are popping up. It's almost like shit, shit coin extravaganza that used to happen on Ethereum and Binance. Now it's hit Solana and it's hitting right at the beginning of this bull run. So if you're paying attention to some of these and you're watching it, you probably can make some big money. But I mean, that's not financial advice. I'm not telling you to go and do it. I'm just saying there's some big money that's going to be made in Solana through these shit coins. These meme coins are, are blowing up. So if you get in at the right time, get out at the right time, they're, they're, these whole ecosystems are pumping and dumping in ways that we haven't seen since probably 2021. Well, I found the bottom. Now, if I could find the exact bottom, I think I could find it close to the top. And this time I'm watching and would encourage all of you to look at the trends of what happens. And after we get into the frenzy and we hit all time highs again, assuming we do when everybody's saying it's going up more, when there is full frenzy in the mainstream and everybody and their grandma is saying it's going up more, that traditionally has been the top. That is the exit point. And so, um, you know, I and many others that I know here uh, in Puerto Rico are, we're going to be tracking this closely. And um, the, the question then becomes, well, what do you go into with your profits? Do you go into fiat, which is devalued, you know, by the day and could crash and all of a sudden your profits go down? Um, Do you go into metals? Do you go into real estate? How do you diversify? And the bottom line is ultimately nothing is completely safe. You know, there's risk. Well, people used to go into real estate as a really good investment, but now, you know, historically real estate's always been great. Oh, there's always going to need to be office space. There's people going to need to have a job there. Mm -hmm. But now with everyone working remote or a lot of people working remote, like a lot of that big commercial real estate's not even a great option. Right, we're seeing a lot of a lot of places just completely empty, right? And then Amazon has killed a lot of other places, right? Twenty dollar an hour minimum wage is going to kill additional places, and so it's just kind of wild. What do you do? But you keep an eye on it. You know, nothing goes up forever. And then, as Joel said, when Grandma goes, "Well, Shiny, I think Bitcoin's going to continue to go on up to the moon," and then that's when you go, "No, Granny, <laughs> I'm selling my shoes." And uh, so, just keep an eye on that. But this is an opportunity. This right here, I would say, this, folks, the next 18 months most likely are going to see some driving that we've not seen in a long time. And so this is time you want to start paying attention. You want to tune in to bad crypto. You want to tell your friends to tune in because we're we're keeping an eye on this stuff, not only with crypto, 
Joel, but also we're watching some things that's going on in in AI. Yeah, let's transition over to that here on the Cointelegraph magazine. They've got an article here which uh, we're going to look at, but you can also see the uh, show notes links that have it on our website at badco.in forward slash 706. This is the top AI tools of 2023. Um, the, the story here that catches my eye, uh, was right above it though, that AI failed to win a writing competition. Mm -hmm. This this student submitted, um, uh, actually a professor at this university in Beijing submitted a novel that uh, was created with AI, and uh, I guess it won a National Science Fiction Award honor, but um, I guess it's not as good as they thought it was. Well, and it's also in Chinese, so they might be using a Chinese version of their AI, not chat GPT or one of the large language models that we maybe put together. But I think that, you know, there's a quill, look at that. Yeah. That's, I think Quillbot's probably my daughter's favorite tool because she can take her chat GPT's uh, large language uh, results, put them into Quillbot, make it sound a little bit more human. So she's loving that. Uh, imagine this, by the way, the, the, after they made commentary here, Quillbot, a paraphrase, paraphrasing tool that Harvard's Claudine Gay probably wishes she'd <laughs> used. So imagine a world that we live in now where you right. can make uh, outwardly anti-Semitic um, comments before Congress and then have it discovered that you paraphrased some of your papers that uh, plagiarized. plagiarized that you used in college and the board does not fire you. Mm -hmm. Imagine that world. That is the world that we now live in. Well, she's in the Crazy. she's in the preferred class of people, so she Crazy. gets her, uh, she gets uh, she gets a little extra extra. I don't know. It seems to me though that they should fire her because if not, you're going to have hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of Harvard graduates who are embarrassed of their. Well, college. they already are, and people are pulling funding, and they got so much money anyway. It's oh, dude, crazy. they got a, they got such a huge dowry over there, dude, of billions. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of really good tools in here, including one I've never <laughs> janitor AI. It's an unfiltered large language model that appears to be mostly used to create porn bots. Never even heard of it. Have you heard of hugging face? Love hugging face. Hugging yeah. face is spectacular because it is, it has all of these different tools that other people are building on top of these other tools. So it's like, yeah, you can normally see things there first and then they get built out into their own sort of uh, platform or their own tool. So kind of good you know i've always wanted to write my novel maybe i should just add ai to do it for me i know you've been working on it here um consistently with cornetopia and uh what, what's the status of that how's that coming along so the uh we are on the sixth chapter now so i think i built six, six chapters that people have access to working on the next chapter and you know book.io is just so busy it's hard to get them to churn it out to get them to deliver it so it's been one of those things where it's like i think book book.io is uh, uh benefiting from their success they have a lot of stuff they got going on and so it's just taking a little bit of time to get those additional chapters going out what i think i'm going to do here is just generate and create because i have all of the tools that i need now the problem was that at a certain point was I didn't have enough token character memory within my GPT large language model to be able to say, here's my definitive truth, here's what I want to accomplish, and then start generating because I would run out of space and I'd have to retrain it. So I had to kind of put a pause on it a little bit to get it to the point where we can do it better. And now that we have ChatGPT, that you can create your own GPTs, 
Now I got a corn GPT that I'm working through to be able to help me generate the rest of this. And so I'm going through working with the community, making it, make it as good as possible, then generating it and sending it out. So it'll be done. I'm going to finish it in 2024. That's the goal here. I think the technology nice. is good enough. And now, man, we can take these characters and animate them and make them do cool stuff. Right. It's almost like, it's just like, now that's probably the next step is going in using like um, Runway ML or some of these other ones, Pika Art, taking some of these really cool characters that have been created and then generate them and make them do stuff, which could be fun. So, so cornytopia.com is where you guys can uh, can check that out. Finally, let's end up here with a Nansen's Researches High Conviction Bets for 2024. These are things that they think that uh, the consensus is a probability is high that uh, that these things will happen. Number one, a world where AI agents become primary users on the blockchain is not so far off. Mm. See, that'll that'll stop me from you know making bad decisions. Um, yeah, trading. Well, what's also interesting too is that you know utilizing AI to to help you identify you know, finances, right? Like, mm -hmm. oh, this right here, this, oh, look, a double top has just happened on this one. This might be a good, like taking the candle stop, candlesticks, right? And, and, and different sort of patterns and different things to identify it, to, to help you, um, you know, make better decisions in crypto. I think that's going to be something. And it says this as well, intent centric apps will address a uh, user experience and other pain points. That seems pretty helpful. This right here is a bigger one, I think, is the the DEXs. <clears throat> this is going to be a, a better year when the decentralized exchanges gain market share from those centralized exchanges, which back in the day, that used to be the case, right? When we were, well, what was that one? Ether Delta. Ether Delta. My God, that was so early on in the yeah. decentralized exchange game. And uh, then you got the fourth conviction, Joel, which I think is probably going to be a big driver of of the space moving forward yeah bitcoin drives everything bitcoin the biggest and most trusted cryptocurrency will be used to secure other use cases than just simple transactions and whether or not that was part of satoshi's original vision or not really doesn't matter because people you know devs have jumped in and this is why we've seen such a rise in the nft space in bitcoin ordinals putting you know nfts on the bitcoin blockchain and uh, we got in i got in there pretty early with us travis we've got two ordinals uh two inscriptions of uh, of nfts i put uh, genesis on there the sketch version of genesis of the blockchain heroes is on there as an inscription and uh, we have a bad crypto podcast inscription as well and uh, don't have that linked up here, but we talked about it previously. Um, I think the NFT market, you know, people are asking me about this, uh, is going to come back strong along with the crypto market. I think that we've just begun to see the possibilities with NFTs and maybe the era of PFPs to, as it was is over. Um, I, I That's what some people say. I would challenge that. I would think that identity on the internet is um, is still a big thing. And why, while static PFPs might not be all the rage, I think we're going to start seeing you know AI generated avatars that um, that are animated or dynamic that it will be in the form of NFTs. And that's just one of you know seventy different potential NFT sort of use cases, right? So the PFPs is just one small thing that people use to kind of, as you mentioned, oh, I got a cool identity with this. I got 
I, I have this pudgy penguin or I have this, uh, you know, different PFP. Great. But there's so many other ones. And we're going to start seeing a lot of stuff popping up with BRC20 tokens, right? There's already $84 billion in trading volume on, uh, you know, BRC20s. And there's some infrastructure projects popping up like Track and Mubi. Those have, have performed pretty well. Um, and so I think things that are built on top of Bitcoin, where you're maybe earning Satoshis, instead of creating your own shit coins, creating ways that people can earn Satoshis along the way, sort of like found it. What was the one? Fountain, fountain.fm, the, the podcast app that you can actually earn Satoshis while listening to bad crypto. And we it's a, that's a pretty cool tool. And I think we're going to start seeing more things like that, Joel. I do as well. And so we're glad that you guys were able to join us this week. Please tell others about the Bad Crypto Podcast. Now six and a half years into the show. We're glad that you've uh, joined us for this ride. Um, reviews would be great if you want to go over to iTunes or wherever and give us a five-star review. The more cheeky your review, the better and more likely that we'll read it on the show if it makes us chortle, guffaw, or otherwise laugh. And uh, we'll catch you the next time around, which should be uh, next weekly in the new year. So until then, stay bad. The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.